that's us. That is us. <laughs> the Top the 10 best theme songs in the business right now, as voted by uh, GQ Magazine, actually. Uh, theme songs pertaining to podcasts only? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> we haven't cracked the overall entertainment yet. All right. I mean, we'll take it, though. How, how many people have original podcast theme songs? I'm going to say not many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that I have to agree with but, you I mean, on Between that. our former podcast, yeah. Boner City, and this one, I mean, two of the finer uh, theme songs that you could ask for. Well, the man that created those should get into the podcast theme song business. Maybe he will. Untapped. We better do it soon. <laughs> Maybe he will. <laughs> better Episode get in there quick. 97, we're three away from the fateful 100. The, the elusive 100. We're uh, in talks right now with Denzel Washington's people, see if he wants to come on. We uh, might even, if we can't get him, we're going to try for his son, from the kid from Ballers. Yep. And we're then, uh, uh, we're in talk with Tom Hanks and his son, yeah. uh, the rapper, not the actor. And uh, Jan Michael Vincent. We're yeah. trying to get him. Jam. Airwolf. JMV, actually, not Jam at all. No, it's, uh, yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully, it's going to be a big show. <laughs> Who knows? It might just be a regular show. <laughs> O'Neill's going through it right now. I don't yeah. know if he wants this info it's, out there. He's well, having some stomach problems. If anybody... is. Wasn't there somebody that might be at the comedy store tonight? Uh, oh, uh, uh, yeah, it seems so, like. No, I don't think you could make it tonight, he said. Okay, good, because this might not be the best night. <laughs> might have to have a short set tonight. O'Neal's wearing uh, an adult diaper. Yeah. Maybe this is. It just a, hit me, though, right before I came over here. Maybe it's an India Bad. aftershock. You think it's just laying low? Maybe it's whatever, it could have you, a worm or whatever you have is dormant, and then yeah. something heats it up and it gets going. That burrito I ate? Reignited the flames. It reminded your body the, of the India. Passion. Reignited the Indian passion inside <laughs> my colon. I'm not a doctor, oh, man. but dude, I I do a podcast with a doctor every week. I was literally, <laughs> I it was like I was uh, timing the contractions of a pregnant woman Ooh. in order to get over here. Been there, but done I that. Think I'll be all right. Never fun. Yeah, it's not fun, especially when you have stuff to do <laughs> when you're in a vehicle and you just don't know if you're going to make it. Yeah. I had a friend in college uh, shit his panties and doing that in traffic. Why was he wearing panties, number one? Well, I'm, that's what I'm just calling pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe he, he, he was did. wearing panties. He I shit didn't... his pants? Yeah. Well, legitimately. Probably one of the greatest pants shitting stories ever was... Uh, George f- Brett? No, no. We can't want <laughs> to say his name. A friend of ours who was a substitute teacher and a comedian. Oh, okay. And uh, he was tutoring a child of one of the bar, uh, the Thai bartenders at the comedy store. Quick side note, by the way. Is it weird that like when you said a friend of ours, I thought of like 15 different friends we have who shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's par for the course. <laughs> it's true. I, I, we, went through, I think everyone we know has like a, a crazy I went through my mind. I was story. like, which one's he talking about? <laughs> it could have been a lot, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he's tutoring the Thai bartender's uh, daughter from the comedy store, and so who's an angry, angry man. If yeah. He likes you. He loves you. He like, disappeared. He, he went loved back to O'Neal, but uh, was not a big fan <laughs> of mine. <laughs> and so he cooks him a really spicy Thai dish. I think it was his wife's food, or his, was his wife. And yeah. uh, so he eats it, and then he's on his way home, and his stomach just starts bubbling, and he's like, "Oh fuck." I got to get home as quickly as possible. So he's driving home, but he hits a speed bump. And he said he, he was just, on a road that had a couple road humps. And he hit a speed bump, and he just it, shit his pants. Let it go like the movie Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> just exploded. Yeah, that can happen to you. 
That almost happened to me once when I we were delivering groceries. I did not think I was going to make it back. It was such a bad job in terms of you had to use the bathroom because yeah. there's never a lull. They're like, oh, yeah, you can use it whenever you want. But then a lot of times you're on the road. It only happened to me one time where I was so bad that I was going. You know how you in those vehicles you just beat the fuck out of them and you jump those speed bumps? Oh, you, I drove those. I drove them hard and put them away wet. Dude, there's one time where I came down and my they spilled my brakes. Smelled so bad when I pulled in that the owner and uh, the manager were there and they pulled me aside and they're like, "Dude, what? Where the fuck have you been?" Because <laughs> I was coming down from the hills, those, just flying. Those cars though were, they were beat. Like smoking. They were though. all beat oh, yeah. to death. Every one of them. Yeah. And not just from us. Everyone did that. But I usually would just jump those speed bumps. But oh, this if you're time, having a particularly bad going day. Like two I, miles an hour. I would bank curbs sometimes unintentionally. Well, I, sometimes. Wouldn't, I wouldn't do them. <laughs> that seems ridiculous to bank at a curb intentionally. You just snap the suspension. No, just pulling over. You know, you're like. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, no, not, yeah. not like hitting you're like, curbs. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah you just yeah, jump you just, the rear. Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, oh, uh, sorry. It was but always it's not the your last. Car. It was the last. So if you pull in and it's like. 12, 10, and there's an order there. That's when you, I just fucking was hammering it. Yeah, you want to leave. Get the fuck out of there. But yeah, that was the worst. And I cruised over slowly over speed bumps the whole way. Almost didn't make it. I had some bad days during that. Just my stomach acting up or just not feeling great. That one. You just had to hope for the best when you're out there. Or you had to hope you were in a building. Some buildings had bathrooms. Some had nice bathrooms. Yeah. I was always worried. I'd have the to, one on horn had a good. Bathroom. I'd always have to. You'd have to beg some random person to let you. In. Dude, I would never. I would just shit in the hallway. I would never. I would never beg. We had a customer to use their fucking bathroom. We had a customer. This guy who uh, he was in movies back in the day. The biggest piece of shit. Who? Oh, the guy who was the, the creeper. No, he's an old man. Yeah. Yeah, the, the guy who wanted to teach acting lessons and stuff? No, no, no. No, this guy would, uh, to some drivers, did it to me, would take a oh. shit with his door open. Oh, you're talking about that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I had to do it. I had to fucking pass the receipt in there. <laughs> so he's taking a shit. This guy's old. By the way, all, uh, 50% of the time you go there, his balls are hanging out of the bottom <laughs> of his t- tidy shorts this guy's the fucking or these tidy whiteies all he would do was complain about the service complain about the owner but do it like twice a day because he was so lonely yeah he would order twice a day but every time he went in they'd be like your owner's a piece of fucking shit you tell that motherfucker but then he would call in and be like hey i want another order it's like no you fucking love this you need it he had uh those flakes and dandruff that were on his couch were he once offered me a fucking new york yankee replica world series ring and i was like i'm good <laughs> he's like you sure you don't what want it and then he would talk about how other people were terrible tippers but how great he uh, was i'm like you're the te- fucking you're, worst you're terrible so he was taking a shit i By go the way, in there he, he was he was supposed to be uh yeah uh, up for the godfather sonny yeah sonny corleone and that's true i didn't believe it it blew it he was such a piece of shit you blew it it yeah. ruined his life there was a, i also looked it up there's like 50 guys oh, up for sure. that role. so he's taking a duty door wide open and he and i'm like what the fuck like, what do you got what do you want to stare at me like, you fucking t- <laughs> i was like classic I go, where's him your, yeah i go where's like- your credit card it's on the couch I go, all right that's all i needed you think he I want to be time in here? it so he didn't have to take a shit? God, in there. he was the worst. Yeah, terrible. Wonder if he's still there. Probably. He would always. Uh, he would He'll always live till he's like 120. A lot of times I'd go in there and he would be. He's always watching old movies, but sometimes there'd be movies that he was in. He'd be like, "You recognize that guy?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's you, dude." That guy <laughs> would just go on and on. That guy was so 
such a sad existence that I would go in there and he'd be watching Yankees games from like the 1960s on like ESPN oh, yeah. Classic. <laughs> and I'm like, this motherfucker, that's the most depressing thing. Yeah. You know the results of the season. You know everything. He just loves the game. <laughs> but he's like, I think just relive his glory days. <laughs> I remember everybody, uh, the, most of the people there were either actors or some sort of Musicians, yeah. yeah. And so... You had a great rivalry with a guy that I don't think we've ever talked about. Who, oh, well... A, a foreign man. That oh, you just, yeah. You just well, did not get along well, with. We just go to that. Before we get into that, <laughs> everyone told that guy that they were like actors and stuff, so he would hold them there hostage talking about the craft. Yeah. But I made sure, I told him I was an accounting student at UCLA. And so we never had anything to talk about other than occasionally be like, you see that guy on TV? That's me. He'd always talk to me about my beard. He didn't like that it would be different lengths at times. <laughs> what are you doing? Is it short? Is it not? And I said, like, good looking guys like me and you, we don't need beards. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he always had a stack of pornos too. Like, like right out. Like pornos. Right out. Those are VHS, right? Uh, no, he had, he had DVDs. And I think he had like headshots of like some porn stars and stuff. He had, but then women, uh, all the, the few female drivers that were there. They refused to go yeah, to him. Because Sexual he was, harassment. Yeah, he was fucking always saying crazy shit to him. There's what pornos is, everywhere. His fucking balls are hanging out. Taking a shit. You can't yeah. go in there. Yeah, it's crazy. God, he's the fucking worst. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, the rivalry we had with a young foreign man. <laughs> you guys just did not. From Moldova. You guys just did not get along. <laughs> Do you remember Man, when we used to, we worked there long enough. The company used to make you drive your own car. Later on, <laughs> they gave you company cars, uh, which is what we were talking about earlier. Uh, but I, my driving record was so bad, I had so many tickets that I was the last guy that was able to be put on that insurance. I was one of the last guys driving my own car. You were a holdover. Because well, I had to wait uh, another like year and a <laughs> half for it to be seven years, and those tickets finally came off of my driving record. Too fast, too furious, O'Neill. Oh man, remember? Didn't you? Uh, didn't you swerve at <laughs> yeah, him once? I drove him off the road. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came in and told on me. And then I always told him, didn't I, you deny it? Yeah. I, I go, Richard, what, are you, Richard, what are you crazy that he went crazy? He was like, <laughs> he's lying. I go, listen to this guy. He had a, he had a thick accent. I he, mean, he was made a mockery by almost yeah, everyone. He was like Lodka they, from Taxi. They tried to make him a manager like as a test for like a day. And every one of the drivers <laughs> shit on him so hard that they're like, this is a failed experiment. They pulled him out. <laughs> then another day. They tested a, a coverall, like, mechanic. Yeah, he wore Long sleeves. Dude, it was hot as fuck. It was, like, 110 degrees, and this guy's wearing it. And he's carrying shit through the oh, fucking heat. And we're all, like, I, I was, like, organizing a strike. Like, I'm not wearing this no. thing. I'll quit before I'll I wear die. it. People were going to die. Dude, I would die. In, they would make us wear khaki pants and just a Dude, t-shirt. We I would, would have sweat I would stains. sweat through. You would see a seatbelt sweat stain on my fucking shirt. Almost everyone who worked there, even after you washed it, had a visible either dirt stain from the seatbelts yeah. or sweat stain from the seatbelts. My AC went out that one week. And this guy was wearing a mechanics oh. outfit. Guy, he was he, loving it. He loved it. Because he like, loved the attention. Oh, I love it so much. You and him just said you just did not Dude, well, ever get along. You know why? Because I always told him when I left, I go, if I see you on the street, I'm going to put you in the wall. <laughs> and That's what did, I said. And, and I did. Know. I did. And he came in fucking screaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think he had a trainee or something. Did he have someone with him or something? I, I, I told, looked at the guy, and I was like, come on. He became a trucker. 
Remember he had like he's the type of guy who had like every bumper sticker on his car, like the shocker finger. Yeah. Like he found stuff like that very amusing. He also had like a, a, ni- a nicer car that wasn't that much nicer, but it was his second like weekend vehicle. Yeah. And he drove some piece of shit at work. But it was like there's there's no reason for him to have two cars. The car wasn't that nice. No. Just a weird. You, yeah, uh, man. They, they remember. You there was a while ca- where he almost attacked you on several occasions. Yeah, there was there was a while <laughs> where we didn't talk then at, anymore. He, uh, I was, I was fairly cordial to him, but I think he eventually turned on me just from association with you, and I would I, give him some shit too. He, on he my just, own. I don't know, something about him that drove me crazy. He was so annoying, and he was such an idiot. He would make like every dumb joke, like yeah. you know, if they're like, "Hey, here's your change," and they'd hold. And he would take the money from, oh, yeah. it's my, you know, like he would do the equivalent of like, that's what she said. But like the Russian version of that, he was just <laughs> all su- the time. super annoying, loved the job, took very, a lot of pride in the job. Yeah. Trained almost every new guy. Oh yeah. He was, does it? Yeah. He, had, he did have a trainee in there. Cause I remember, <laughs> I think I looked at the trainee and gave him like a, he knew he, that guy was an idiot. So it was like, you either come on my side. <laughs> Like a guy who's you probably be on the right side yeah, of this, who probably everybody else there thinks is all right, versus the guy that everyone hates. <laughs> I haven't thought about that fucking idiot in a while. I know. Wasn't going to discuss this, but uh, after watching the clip, I became so infuriated that I have no choice but to discuss it. What happened? Nick from the uh, Mad Mad MMA podcast. Hello, Nick. What's up, Nick? Yeah. What's up, Pete? Sent me, uh, he said, did you see this clip of uh, Guy Fieri? Oh, I saw the back and forth, but I didn't want to watch it because I didn't want to spoil it. said I had not seen it. By the way, side and note. I, and I thought, how how uh, how egregious could it be? We've seen a lot from Fieri. Yeah. How, how fired up could it get me? Oh, and it's got me fired up. Uh, side note, just, yeah, who sent the clip of the guy punching trees in half? Uh, I've been sent that twice. Dude, that thing's, uh, that guy's insane. He's punching what those the hard. What the fuck? Look, they look to be like deadish palm trees. I don't still. care. Oh, it would hurt your hands. I think that, yeah. I, He's I, doing elbows? Not, I don't even know what, the, and I doubt, I don't, I don't think, there's some sort of like, it's like a bamboo style He's something. doing uh, elbows and kicks. Dude, he was like a maniac. That was insane. Yo, that's the last guy I want to fucking ever meet. Oh, imagine you're Face. In a bar fight He's or anything. Punching anywhere. trees in half. What's Dude, he going to do? He's not breaking his hand. I don't know. All right, let's go on. Let's so uh, Fie- he said, uh, watch this clip at the beginning. Fieri gets real butthurt about how the guy says his name. And Cla- so I was like, classic Fieri. Yeah, so it's Fieri. Very similar to when he did the Hot Ones interview, which we went over recently. Only what? Cuntier? V- way cunt really oh well, uh, it made the hot ones look like he was happy to be what's there. the show that he's so on? uh there's barstool sports oh. which has become big oh yeah and i think uh real they, big i think they started out of boston could be wrong on that but i know at least they have a division in boston okay uh and so this guy apparently i've never heard of this until i was sent this fieri clip does a barstool uh pizza review and the guy's kind of oh, your God. very typical i imagine uh, Bostonian, kind of aggressive, Boston accent sort of yeah. guy. You know, like a bit of an idiot, I guess you would say. Uh, fairly charismatic. Like there's something about him that you enjoy watching. You don't really know what. Yeah. Uh, knows really nothing about pizza. And he just, he like, I watched a few of them. Like, he's like, you know, here are the rules. You take one bite of the pizza. Everyone knows the rules. And then you give your score one to ten immediately. But then he eats like the whole pizza. And he keeps saying, only one bite. And I don't know if it's shtick or if it's just like an idiot. It must be shtick. I know what he's not It's probably shtick. And so he just keeps saying. So anyway, uh, so it's him and it's Fieri. And they're in Fieri's 
uh, restaurant in, I believe, the Foxwoods Casino Which one? in the Connecticut. Gar- what is it? The garlic butt plug or something? Uh, probably the garlic dildo or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, isn't it garlic? The garlic. Oh, uh, Johnny garlic or something like <laughs> Johnny that. Johnny wasabi tits. Uh, yeah, know. whatever. So they're in his restaurant, and Fieri's wearing his like. Should be called Bobby Lupo's. He's wearing his rock and roll. It should be called the uh, Weenie Wagon. Yeah. He's wearing his like rock and roll chef gear. He weenie wear Wagon's what I call my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> it is what takes your weenie around from place to place. That's true. So this guy's with Fieri, who couldn't look less interested to be doing this show. Why does he. Do- Here's my thing. Why do it? Exactly. Don't do it. This is, it's the same thing. With remember Ari's stirred up the lost episodes. Yeah. That, but if, I you got, want, if you don't want to do a show, don't do yeah, it. It takes the same amount of energy to do a shitty job as it does to do a good job. Yeah, you already showed up there. Probably more. Probably to do a shitty yes. Job. I agree. To just jump in and do a good job, and he wants the episode to doesn't be aired. require any more effort. As I said on Twitter while he was doing it, he said about ten times, "This, this isn't good. This can't be as good as your." And then why are you doing it? What's the point of this? <laughs> he wants that lost. By the way, lost episode lost forever. Yeah, it's gone. Ari, it was erased. Fuck yourself. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. A, he's a friend. That's true. How dare you? And he's about to help you out. We'll get to that in a minute. But, but oh, and we're going to the abandoned gold mine together. You and Ari. Yeah. Where's what is this? When? What? I don't even know what this is. The abandoned gold mine that I've been wanted to go for years. The Where same, is it? The one uh, way down by Wrightwood. Where's Remember the Wrightwood? one that I told I you? I vaguely you? recall this. Yeah, the abandoned gold mine and nobody would go with me and I everyone mean, said had, you're going to die. You've had a lot of different plans over the years, so I have a lot of different <laughs> know, places in my the, head. Remember the one I went and then it was... And I mean, are you looking for gold? What's the... No, there's like supposedly seven miles of tunnels. And just you and Ari. <laughs> <laughs> how, bad, how badly will this end? Is he going to do drugs? He's going to you're going to end up killing him or something. No, I mean, I we, want mushrooms, O'Neal. But I, we we spent a week together. No, but what if he's on shrooms and he's not, dude? You're not going to this place at shrooms. You'll lose your fucking mind. But I can see Ari be like, we could get lost. I can see Ari be like, no, I'm just going to lean on this wall and then something caves in. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> well, if that happened, I said we're going to buy a canary. This we is, have to buy a canary because. I'm not going to pay like that's real $600 for a, a gas detector. That's real Steve O'Neill of you using birds. Yeah, that's the, what birds were built for. This is like the beginning of the adult remake of Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> Two idiots. Hey, you want to go to a bed in coma? Hell, let, let's buy a canary. What could go wrong? <laughs> Am I Sean Astin? I don't know who you are. Ari's Dana. I think you're both. I think you're both junk. <laughs> I'll be sloth. I'll just wait for you. <laughs> by the, I'll wait for you by the rock. Uh, yeah, well, I'll let you know how it goes. We're going to a weekday. Fill so. in the Jew jokes for uh, him wanting to go to an abandoned gold mine. Anyway, <laughs> there may be some down there. <laughs> I have a metal detector. I do have a metal detector, You're by bringing- the way. No, I'm not going to break. Well, I could. I'm not looking for gold. I'm just looking, for a, find- good, looking for a good time. What if you find a lost city? I'm not going to tell anybody and I'll live there probably. It's like demolition, man. I'll get Abby. We'll move our shit in and then I'll live What if there. it's just all gold? Solid gold city? Yeah. I'm bringing a hammer in case we run into some riffraff in there and I have to hammer them in the head. <laughs> Jeez, what are you, Dice Clay bringing the hammer? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good weapon. It is uh, good. Defense. Why do you bring, close uh, quarters. Why do you bring a pickaxe? It's too hard to, to swing around, man. You need something. You need something with really close quarters. What's Ari bringing? You're in a tunnel. Those big balls and his beat up uh, asshole. I don't know. I, probably, I don't know. I'll, to, I'll give him a weapon. Tell him to wear some sports goggles. Maybe my tactical baton or a blowgun. I don't know. Oh, he doesn't wear glasses anymore. Nope. I forgot. Nope. He is LASIK. 
I'll let you know how it goes. Well, stay tuned, everybody. Maybe we'll get a camera crew to follow you guys out there to sell this show to Discovery. Uh, I'm feeling very sleepy right now. I think I'm going to take a nap. Like the gas, it's the gas. Sorry. We got to get out of here. No, it's not. Well, I'll be fine. I, I, I've survived stuff like this before. Uh, I'm just going to take a nap here. I ate street food in China. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to kill myself anyway, so. Uh, I'm sorry. That you're going to die too? O'Neal, I turned my ankle. Go on without me. What if he loses his mind in there and tries to kill me? That's what I'm I saying. Will, I'll have to let it be known now. You if, may need to if wear. Ari doesn't return. It's because he tried to kill me, and I had to ba- I had to stab and bash, you bash may, and stab. You may need to wear a wire down there. I might actually just to record it. I might just whip him and strip him of his clothes. <laughs> Leave him down there. Uh, cold down here. My uh, balls shrink to uh, <laughs> still bigger than an average man. He's gonna wear a mining hat on his penis. <laughs> Uh, uh, I didn't bring a pickaxe. I just brought my nose. I'm going to chip away at the gold with that. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Fieri's uh, sitting down and the guy's standing. In, in, what, is it in a studio? No, it's just in a restaurant. It's okay. like being eaten in. Oh, okay. Yeah, he said it was in a restaurant. And so, uh, and I think it's just pr- pretty much this guy and his cameraman is his own. It's pretty his low guy, budget. Well, I'm sure it's his manager. Remember who's his manager? Uh, what was his name? <laughs> Jerry name. or something? Yeah. I forget his I name. I think it was Jerry. And his hairdresser that he threw out of a car and kicked to the chest. But Fieri's puffing up his chest because he's in his own restaurant. Yeah. So the guy comes in. Uh, Bar- what is it? Garlic dickholes? Yeah, they don't say the name. But uh, And he's like, the guy's like, yeah, hey, how you doing? I'm here with Guy Fieri. And he's like, and Fieri like glares at him. No joke. Like gla- stares daggers. Is, is this uh, Fieri's attempt at humor? Or is this no, just- No, no, he, he was legit. He fucking, like, I swear to God, it gets contentious. Like back and forth. These like, are just a real cock. So he goes, really? And the guy's like, what? And he's like, y- you're from Boston? There aren't Italian people there? You can't say my name like that. Like you can't say it right? And he goes, what? And he goes, it's Fieri. And the guy like says it again. And I don't the guy. I couldn't tell if the guy was smart enough to fuck with him again, like because he kept he he was like saying he couldn't do it, or he was like ah he's fucking with him. And then something tells me this guy's smarter than you think. And so then he goes, "You have a friend named Eddie, Fee Eddie." And the guy's like, "Oh okay, yeah." Yeah, But but it's not spelled like that. But I get it. Some of the Italian last names are weird. It's weird. His real name. I think it's only Italian because I've had I've encountered this once before where people were like, "What the fuck?" But it's not even his real name. He's not even Italian. His name's Ferry. That's what I would have said to him. You changed. Is he not Italian? He's not Italian. He is Italian, but his name's Guy Ferry. He changed it to oh, Fieri because they changed it to Ellis Island. Oh, and then yeah, he went yeah. by the the, well, the Italian pronunciation. Get out of here. So it's like triple changed. It's triple G. Yeah. It's triple C. Triple changed. So he immediately, and like for like, seriously, like, I'd say like almost a minute, maybe more. It's just them like bickering almost back and back forth. Back and forth? It's like not going well at all. Do you have the clip? Oh, I don't think we're allowed to play it. You, so here's what you can do. If you're uh, criticizing... It you can play for educational purposes. Don't we criticize everything we play? <laughs> no, well, no. Some are just sound bites. So we criticize. <laughs> but you can play stuff for. I don't have criticism. it. In, I don't have it it's in okay. like bite size format because I didn't think we could okay. play it. But uh, and the guy like comments like kind of, but like the guy kind of like is like I don't really give a fuck. I'll do you know I'll do yeah. this one way. Or he the might other. have known and just gone in there with the. Intention of trying to fuck with him. Well, I commented to the Twitter people that it, it seemed like Fieri realized he was being a huge cunt, and you can see him kind of pull back from that. Like, wait, uh, like I'm on camera right now. Like, I probably shouldn't 
maybe Jerry had, had talked to him about doing this sort of thing on these shows. <laughs> hey, maybe guy, Jerry, what are you doing? Maybe Jerry gave Jerry. him a look like a hand across the throat because he kind of settles down but keeps bringing it up and then he's like I'm messing with you now but yeah. he's being oh, a dick classic classic case of anyone who's dick. being a huge asshole dick. and he knows he's coming off of an asshole he just claims he's just doing some comedy he's Dude, fucking he, with you he was and he was and he was like and he's like but then after the name even then he didn't really settle down he's like so what like are you gonna sit down or I, I'm gonna sit you're gonna stand I mean what is this and then, like the guy's like, I stand. I don't. You can stand if you want. Or you can sit. I don't care. Yeah, do whatever and, the fuck you want. Yeah, and he's like Fieri. So Fieri stands. He's like, we're just both gonna stand here. Yeah. And so then he gets brings in pizza, and he's like, you know, I don't. I know you don't serve pizza here. And he's like, you know, the guy was a bit of an idiot. He's like, you know, Triple D. You don't go to a lot of pizza places. Oh, you gotta watch more Triple D, man. He's like, we go to some serious pizza oh, joints. Oh, Hey, didn't in the early days, like the real early Triple Ds, didn't he pronounce his last name Fieri? Who knows? I Probably. think he did. Probably. I'm Guy Fieri. I swear to God he used to. Probably did. I wouldn't be sure. Would it cock. shock you? No. So uh, so then that that's an issue right off the bat. Like He's like, you didn't do your research on me. How dare you? So then the guy brings in the pizza and Fieri's like, I mean, it's not hot. And he's like, you know, we had to get it from another place. You don't have pizza here. And he's like, oh, okay. Dude, this is his attempted humor, and he he has zero but if ability you watch it, whatsoever. So then the guy. This is still the greatest riff that I have with Bert. Is that he's cool. <laughs> it's our Bert. only riff with Bert. Really. Know. So then uh, our Bert friendship Kreischer. would be perfect. If only. <laughs> so then. Uh, Fury's like, are you even going to tell me what we're doing? Like, more cuntiness. Why, goes, but he signed guy, on to do it. He doesn't just sign up to and, for everything that comes his way. And the guy goes, yeah, yeah, I'm about to tell you. And he's like, oh, okay. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man. So he tells him the rules. Like, you take a bite. You give it the rating. And he's like, and the guy says rating zero to ten like five times. Fury's like, why would we rate it zero to three? The guy's like, I said zero to ten. And it's like going back and forth. Like, they're not getting along really at all. Weird. And then, so then they take the bite and Fieri's like, I mean, I don't know how to rate this, man. I got a brick oven in my backyard. Oh, we're not <laughs> comparing it to your own pizza at home. You no, fucking. But, and then he goes, you know, and I'm like a big, you know, I'm eating pizza in Naples with chef uh, dropping people's wait, names. Wait, me and Hunter are in Naples eating pizza. And the guy's like, you know, you're a food professional. You know, I'm not. That's cool. Like, Dude, no one gives a fuck. Rate it how rate you the want. motherfucker. Compare it to Naples, wherever the fuck you want. The guy goes, you, just rate the fucking pizza. The guy goes, you want to rate it on whatever knowledge you have? Go ahead. He goes, it's fine. And guy in Fieri's like. You know, and he's like really hemming Dude, but and hawing. That's like so. So you go to a car magazine. Those guys drive every single car ever made, from the the greatest Ferraris, Lamborghinis, and fucking McLarens down to fucking subcompacts. But they still go. They don't go. Well, I don't know how to fucking judge this Toyota Corolla. I mean, for Christ's sake, well, they don't fucking drive it a P1 McLaren. It's like no, they fucking get it. Well, and if that's your if that's your background, you, like, shoot, you shoot. shouldn't have to go around telling everyone. Everyone knows that's your background. Who cares? Also, it, that does not keep you from rating. A, if then if it doesn't live up to those standards, that say it's the fucking one. A black belt can watch a great street fight between two homeless men and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean you Gr- can't watch it. One of those Gracies, uh, like that narrated fight. that street fight. It wasn't a professional. It was, it was pretty goddamn good. But uh, yeah, so then, then that becomes an issue. And the guy goes, yeah, do whatever you want, man. So then he's like, you know, he gives his review. It's not hot out of the oven. That's a factor. 
He gives it a 5.5. What does he want it? Uh, third degree burns on the roof of his mouth? He gives it a 5.5. And they get in a, a brief argument. Do they say where it's from? Yeah, they say the restaurants yeah. in the casino. Oh. And the guy says, like, you know, it's a big pizza in Boston. Like, and the guy, the guy goes, you know, does I he ever trick him and, and do like a, a, one of Guy Fieri's own pizzas from his place? Oh, he doesn't serve pizza. And any of his places? I don't think so. Oh, He's God, not, but he has great. the brick oven, dude. It's only at his house. Fuck you. And so he, it, I'm, I'm in the back of my Lambo, I got a brick oven. And, and he said a million hunter. times, he goes, you know, a 10 being like, I'm being served by Chef Guido Vadamito in, in Naples himself. And, everyone, and the guy's like, oh, like clearly there's no clue. Dude, that is, is he that insecure about yes. it? Yes. Like, but he has a TV show. Who can, you're like, he's, dude, he's that, he's that little fat boy that also, no one liked. Also, all your trips were, uh, were, were video taped. Yeah. Like, they're all, they're all on for public record. It's known that we you're know a that quote, you go unquote, there. a food expert. We know that you've been there. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I just saw a commercial for it. <laughs> I said, quote, I didn't quote. watch the fucking show. <laughs> no, I said it's known, though, that he's like a food sort. you know. He's in the business, I Dude, guess. Dude, if you ask uh, anybody else on that fucking channel, if you ask Alton Brown, he's gonna sit down, eat the pizza, yeah. and then rate it. He's yeah. not gonna give you his fucking pizza vlog. <laughs> or his spiel. It's fucking his, it's a travel log. His resume. So uh so if he gives it the five point five, the guy gives it a six point four. And then Fieri though later is like, you gotta realize, you know, anything above a three point five for me, that's great. And the guy goes, you know, a, a five point five for me, that's terrible. That's a bad score. Why would it why would anything be a three point five is good? Because he's saying in American pizza. Yeah, no, I know. But you're telling me he's that. He's saying, though, his anything tens. Above, anything his that the 3.5 is terrible. His tens. I would are, say a 6 or 7 is starting to get good. His 10s are so high, dude. Here. By the way, look, <laughs> pe- yes. Look, I've had some good fucking pizza. Again, it, it all, everything just only gets so good. By the way, the do- one of the douchier things I've ever seen Fietti do, and I've seen a lot. I've seen too much. At the end of the interview, because he, he, you can tell he feels bad about that five point five, and the the pizza place is in. Once the he ca- found out that it was in the casino, in the casino, <laughs> and he's like, and the pit box coming he's like, over. I'm in the casino too. So he goes, oh. "Look, pizza's a lot like that other thing. Oh, Even when it's bad, it's so, good." So this guy just steals, dude. He goes, "That cliches." Be, he goes, "That should be a T-shirt to the guy." That's the most overset yeah. statement. That's a bumper sticker, my friend. He can't even say the word sex, eh? Two, you're stealing that as your own. You want to make a T-shirt? He already you're a thief. stole everything from swingers. <laughs> what a thief. Why wouldn't he steal every cliche? What a hack! And, uh, what and, a why hack. does he coin uh, a bird in the hand? Is worth two in the bush? Anyone ever said that before? You ought to put that on a T-shirt. You know what they say? Don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking dude! Are you kidding me? So then, as a so bonus, this guy is the what? A fucking what a hack. Unoriginal fuck. He's just a hack. Yeah. Huge hack. The biggest hack. The biggest. But also, the I hackest. think. So this guy, I, what, I think he's just insecure around comedian types. Because I he fashions himself a hilarious guy. He's hilarious when he's working with fucking D- Don the fucking dishwasher <laughs> in the back of the back uh, kitchen. Joe the policeman from that episode yeah. of That's My Mama. <laughs> it's fucking. Dude, by the was, way, that's a real show. I didn't realize. Oh, you know, is it? Really, dude, he was doing shtick throughout the interview, like trying to save it. But the guy was giving him nothing. And I think because they got off to a bad start, just the guy didn't like it. Yeah. And like 
it was bombing like tremendously. It's very interview, very interesting interview because it's like all the emotions. But then at the end, they do a bonus where they eat one of Fieri's signature burgers. It's my Kobe beef burger, and he's like, you know, there's lettuce, some donkey sauce. <laughs> By the way. Who's still doing the Kobe beef? Remember that fad? Yeah, Fieri. It's long since passed. Yeah, he's doing it. Well, evidently. Look at his hairstyle. Well, I know. He's free from the 90s. Everything he does is 10 years behind the ball. I mean, he's dressing and acting like Fred Durst, which was clearly cool in like 1998. And he's, he's going, is it better than other things? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, if I remember, I'd be like, what other thing are you talking about? That's why I don't think the guy was fucking with him. He didn't really, if he was, it was very surface level fucking with. He didn't go hard into it. No, I know, but I think he probably, I mean, was it, it was edited. It wasn't just all one shot, No, right? I think it was all one. Oh, was it? Well, yeah. I could, he was probably trying to pull back, you know. No, but then he gets, the, gas he gets the, the chance break. to really attack. He gets Fieri's own burger. Uh, oh, he And does. He, he gives it a high score. The guy gave what it a nine. It? Something over nine a three point, point five. Nine point something. Again, also, here's my problem with burgers. By the way, any burger you make at home will be better than any burger that you could fucking buy at a restaurant. Guaranteed. If it's on the grill or on your fucking skillet, if if you you, you can make a you can, the best burger you're ever gonna have is gonna be a good one that you make at home. What like, about a George Foreman? Well, you can make it on a George Foreman if you want to. But also, burgers are the same. It's just you hit a fucking ceiling on a burger. All right. I've heard people hail the greatest burger I've had it. I'm like, if I, yeah, it's a good burger. But I, for some reason, I, there's never been a burger that's like blowing my asshole open. No, it's a burger. You know what I mean? There's only so much you can do with it. Yeah. It's same as pizza in my mind. I mean, maybe not a pizza I mean, connoisseur. There's some good, there's some great pizzas out there. But again, yes, there is, there's a ceiling. on. I think the ceiling on pizza is higher than the ceiling on burgers. So they bring out Fieri's burger, and he pulls the, you know, I'm not, I don't have so much hubris that I can't critique my own burger. What does he give it? You know, he's like, it's a little wet, you know, cooked perfectly, great medium rare. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's wet because it just got jizzed on with donkey sauce. He gave it like an 8.5 or something. Oh, how modest of him. And he like, he wasn't happy with a few things, like, and it almost seemed like you knew he was going to go back and ream the fucking chef back there. <laughs> He probably did. He probably and the guy because the guy said he could sense it. He's like, "Do you ever have to kind of crack heads around here?" And he's like, yeah, "You know, this is Foxwoods. These guys are." Pref-. But you can see that he's pissed. Oh, he pissed off. He was shitting on the pizza in Foxwoods. Yeah, that's a big fucking. That's yeah, a real. It's a big place, man. Yeah. And some tells me they probably have decent pizza there because Foxwoods is. Well, I don't know. They also got a fucking Guy Fieri restaurant in there. So the yeah, how knows? great can it be? By the way, the casino clientele is perfect. For Fieri's restaurants. If you want to watch that, uh, just look up on YouTube Barstool Pizza Review, and it'll be probably the first one that comes up. Look at where his, all his reading establishments are in Vegas or casinos outside of Vegas. By the way, the guy's like, where are you coming from? You know, why are you here? And he's like, you know, I was doing something in Philly. I'm here. And I'm going down to Boston tomorrow doing a charity event with Tom Brady and Julian Edelman. And my heart sank as a Patriots fan. I was like, why? And then, yeah, he, then but, the guy but, was wearing but a But Brady's G- doing it for but he the made, charity. He He's made, not doing his guy Fieri. So then, but Edelman did become boys with him and almost gave him his Super Bowl. Remember we said his Super oh, Bowl? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't even know well, who so that the guy's guy was. Wearing I only a, know the Brady. The guy's wearing a Julian Edelman shirt, the pizza guy. And he's like... Does Jules know you're wearing his shirt? I'm like, ah, Jules. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you fucking. And meanwhile, the Warriors are up 2-0 on the Cavs, and that's Fieri's team. Yeah. It's horrible. 
Dude. Can't get away from this fucking guy. This guy's he everywhere. likes MMA now. It's terrible. He owns part of the UFC. And that's why it sucks right now, by the way. Dana's turning into a real Guy Fieri. He's turned into a doucher. Yeah, man. We used to be all about Dana. We've turned away from Dude, him. Dude, when you start telling Demetrius Johnson that he's not calling the shots around there, it's like, dude, he's, he's the greatest MMA fighter going right now. If you don't know who he is. I get uh, nobody's great fighter. watching his fights, but Mighty still, Mouse. give him the goddamn respect. By the way, he didn't say that he wouldn't fight the guy. And I do agree that TJ Dillashaw does need to go down and fight one fucking fight at 125 before he gets a goddamn title shot. Nobody else jumps to it. Anderson Silva didn't just go and ask for a 205. He goes, yeah, I'd like to go up to 205. Let me just take a crack and see what happens. UFC's all out of whack, man. They don't know what they're doing. They're just they're, they're, they're up, grasping man. at straws. Connie Mack and Dana conspired together, ruined a lot of things. It's just not, not going well. It's sad, man, because uh, it's the sport I love, and I'm losing interest. Yeah, we'll see if we're back. But right now, not interested. Uh, I want st- Let's stick in the world of pizza. Barb sent me this, and Barb rarely is... She's- Rarely gets emotionally invested in the article she sends me. I mean, she was emotionally invested. She told me this. You know what, Barb? Barb uh, told me this annoyed her on five different levels. I'm glad that Barb doesn't have another job because it seems like Barb spends an awful lot of time reading all of these articles. It's a lot of. Or maybe Barb hates her other job so much that she treats this well, job. <laughs> Who I knows? I can't imagine how. I think more time is put into the article search than the job. Well, maybe. <laughs> this is from Yahoo. Uh, a big contributor to the show. They uh, yeah. they work for us. They just, a, they're basically just doing research and reconnaissance for us. All they do is find other articles from other publications. Yeah. And they just fucking so, repost. Uh, this, appear, this seems to be from Good Morning America. How is that even possible? Anyway. What is it? Uh, so this is an article. It's a girl named Carolina Williams. She's from Brentwood, Tennessee. Uh, and she said it was surreal. That she, when she found out in March that she got accepted to Yale University. Whoa. Did she not apply? She did apply. Okay. So uh, She applied with thinking she had no shot? How even, is it surreal? Even more bewildering for the high school Carolina uh, was when a few weeks later, she received notes from the Ivy League University's admissions team that singled out an application essay she wrote about her love for Papa John's pizza. <laughs> That's what her essay was about. To Yale? But, Yale. You know what, though? You got into Yale yeah, but Papa it might, John's? It might have been, like, a, a fucking unbelievable. Oh, wait till you... Let's, let's delve into it. So, wait. Is it, can you think that I could have gotten into Yale? I think I could have gotten into <laughs> Yale. So that's yeah, to, I think you... But I think me getting into Yale might be... I may have to overcome more obstacles than you. Dude, this this story is like a, a deep dish pizza. This is just the cheese. There are oh, layers. So, so, There's many layers. So what they're saying, saying is like is hilarious. So here we go. Okay. Dig into this meat. So uh, this is a meat pizza? I guess you have to write 10 essays for God Yale damn. application. Forget that. This is one of them, though. By the way, it's not going to help you when you get out in this job market. You're better off. I'll tell you what. Kids, if you're out there and you're thinking about going to college... Learn a trade, because I'll tell you what I know. Jobs, are I know tough. a plumber that makes way more money than I know people that work in well. fucking finance. I know an electrician friend of mine who he didn't go to college; he went straight into it. That guy's doing better than anybody I know, and I know a guy who repairs BMWs who's doing better than everybody else. That's where I would go if I were you guys. So uh, this this girl said it really tickled me that they specifically commented on that one because there were a ton of essays. I think it stood out because uh, it was just very genuine and reflective of me, and it was kind of, I was kind of taking a risk, I guess. 
Uh, she wrote about... Was this um, one of her 10 essays? Yeah. So the essay prompt was to write about what you love to do. And she wrote about ordering Papa John's pizza. Uh, <laughs> How many pages is this essay? To a 200 words or less essay, which isn't really much. Yeah, it's not really an essay. Yeah, that's 10 of those. It's like one essay. It's like a page. It's like a paragraph. A page uh, double spaced. She said, I love to order pizza from Papa John so much. I do it like once a week. That was my first thought when I saw that prompt. Putting aside... <laughs> do they give you the essay? Uh, I think they might. Hold on. So she put aside worries that her uh, topic would seem silly. She wrote about how ordering from the pizza chain gave her independence as a child. Oh, my God. And was used as Dude, both... Dude, this yells a bunch of fucking... They're just <laughs> knobs fucking liquors, man. They just like, oh, this is so great. Look at how they turned something so ordinary, like ordering a pizza, into childhood independence. This is, this is Yale. Ridiculous. This is the kind of... Why you you want to know why we're we're losing to the Chinese? Shit like this. Yale is sacrificing their standards. This is bullshit. Yale's they're just a bunch of fucking cunts who are like, oh, this is just groundbreaking. It's so different. She wrote about Papa John. She's yeah. in touch with the common man, but she's smart. Get out of here. Uh so she she used it as both a source of consolation and celebration as she grew up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's what one of the fucking admissions team. So you figure this guy's probably pretty bright. He's going to say this is brilliant. As a fellow lover of pizza, I laughed out loud. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> then ordered pizza after reading your application. Dude, this read is, one of the notes. Oh this guy wrote a note to tell her that. This is crazy. Another one read another note, which I think is rare to get a note on your fucking ass. On your From thing. Yale? I, no, they don't fucking. They just deny everybody. I laughed so hard on your pizza essay. I kept thinking that you're the kind of person that I would love to be best friends with. <laughs> She's a child. The admissions officer. Admissions agent. You want to hang out? Fuck. Hey, when you get here, why don't you, why don't you give me a call? We'll go get pizza together. Dude, this dude, is in. But this is insane. No, but dude, you ever seen. This is insane. But have you ever seen a terrible dude, comic this who, is a, that people go, he's a genius? We, You know who I'm talking about right now when I say this. Oh, yeah. And people are like, He's the most brilliant. Sometimes people that are that are very smart find these mediocre things and think that they can't possibly just be mediocre, that there's no way that it's intentionally mediocre. It has to be unintentionally mediocre, and that way it means it's brilliant. Dude, idiocracy has hit Yale University. We're at an all-time low. All-time low. Pizza. And this guy... Whoever, lady, whatever, is saying. And also, okay, I want to yeah, be oh, your hilarious. friend. I want to be your friend. Oh, my God. Uh, we, I don't think we have a, I got to be honest with you. I don't think we have a shot of making it anymore. The climate has changed. This is the type of because shit. Because we sometimes put out really funny stuff and people are like, I don't get it. <laughs> the night Williams uh, got accepted to Yale, you guessed it, celebrated by ordering that Papa John's pizza, drank down that garlic sauce like a oh, shot of fucking God. tequila. That's why I liked getting the responses so much because it made me realize that they genuinely wanted me. She said of the personalized responses. I wasn't trying to write something that I thought they would enjoy. This girl's a real maverick. Just went with her gut. Yeah, you went with your Quite gut about pizza. Probably. Are you kidding me? You should have gone like with your love of anal beads or something. You want to be edgy. You want to be shocking. That would get you. Yeah. That would, they would read one line of that. They do not want to be your best friend for that. Well, yeah. Who knows? They may want to. Too. Dude, Yale is a, an admittance rate of 6.7%, according yeah. to their own website. Fuck, yeah. No, it's impossible to get in. 
Williams is the first in her family to go to college. Well, congratulations. Yeah, congrats to her. She was thrilled to be admitted to uh, Yale. But uh, she's going to go to Auburn University. In the what? <laughs> oh, probably because it costs too much. I chose Auburn because I love the South and I love the whole school spirit there. What? Oh, as opposed to what? Yale doesn't have school spirit? Yale's a great school, but Auburn just felt like home. The good thing about Auburn is that they have a Papa John's in their student center on campus. Oh, that, so, I guarantee you that was the deciding factor. So I'll be there all the time. Yeah. Dude, this chick what is, is turning are you, down what are you, Is this lady 300 pounds? I, I By the know. way, Papa John's pizza sucks. And it's, it's fucking, not good. And it's buttery. It's not good. It, it's great when you're fucking in college and it's two in the morning and they're the only place that will deliver. Yeah, it's like the ramen noodle. And then noodle. you wake up and you shit your fucking pants. It's the ramen noodle of pizza. By it's the way, good. who knows? Maybe they want to sponsor the show sometime. So, hey. Hey, Papa John's. <laughs> the views expressed by is me are not sarcasm. supported by the Dave Zanodio <laughs> podcast. Dude, she turned down a chance to go to Yale when they accepted her on a Papa John's was, essay. It was good enough for her, though, that they responded back positively to her. She went to the work and wrote, she wrote 10 essays to get in, and then you turned, you turned them down? Guess where she'll be? In the student center at that Papa John's. You're going to die of heart disease <laughs> because you eat too much fucking Papa John's pizza. Like, come on. This is... They said... Uh, this, is what, this is what's passing now for higher education yes. is... Essays on the independence that you gave and the joy you get in 200 words. Dude, I wouldn't submit that to the shitty liberal arts college. No offense to my college or anyone went there. That I went to, never mind Yale. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a higher fucking level. No, man. We're talking the best of and the then best. They re- they were, they, not only did they read it, but they responded to it. Like, this lady's probably going to get a TV show deal <laughs> about her love of pizza. Well, she, uh, Papa John, she posted the story on Twitter. They gave oh, her some go. gift Here cards. So she'll be oh. eating some free Papa and it, John's for and a it while. Went, and it went viral. Oh, yeah. People were loving it. Her tweet got 2,565. Says, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Watch out. We got a hot new tweeter. She has advice about uh, how you should apply to college. Oh, get out of here. You wrote a stupid fucking... What about your other nine fucking ones that got no response? One was about happy hour at a local bar her father enjoyed. One was about... uh, What was one of them about peeing in the bathtub? Like, what are you... The the, the small pleasures in life? Ordering pizza? One was about shaving your armpits. Get out of here. What was one? Unwrapping a blow pop? The crinkly sound it makes and how delicious it is? One was about a good fart when you're all alone in a silent house. Why don't you write an essay about how many licks it takes to get to the bottom of a fucking Tootsie Roll? Tootsie Pop. Whatever, You see, that's why you didn't get into good colleges. That is why. Why don't you write about uh, a man masturbating with a dead, what was the animal that he wrapped around his dick? Oh, yeah. What was it? Why don't you write about Ronald uh, Reagan's quote of uh, "Nothing makes the insides of a man feel good"? Or the out- what was it? The outsides of a man feel like. What was that saying? Of Ronald Reagan? Remember we did the saying about the horse? Like nothing. Oh makes, no! Yeah, nothing oh, makes yeah, the outside yeah. of a man. No, yeah, nothing's uh, makes a man feel good inside, like the outside of a, of a horse. horse. Yeah, that was Pence posted a Ra- Reagan's old quote, which I don't even know. This could be Ronald Reagan, like an old horse fucking friend of his, that had nothing to do with the president. What a f- her, her advice, if, hey, if you're out there, you're high school age, maybe you're applying to college, here's to you. No, no, don't listen to this fucking lady. Try on your essay. This lady got lucky. She found two fucking dorks 
in the Yale admissions office who were fucking lonely slobs. <laughs> they love pizza. Ate pizza all the time to try to swallow their fucking loneliness. And they responded, not, I think they just probably wanted to fuck her or maybe genuinely hang out with her. But it, don't, kids, don't listen to her. And also, get into a trade. She says, just write about what's reflective of you. And then if they want you, they'll accept you. What's and know, reflective Know of that you. they want you personally. Try Who to be cares cre- that they want you personally? If you get accepted, go. That's what's the problem with these kids right now. They want to know, well, I'm not going to go to college unless they personally really want me. Who gives a fuck? Go to the college. Get a degree. Go live your fucking life. Go make money. Go start a fucking life. Don't say that I want to go to the college because I want, well, I don't want to go if they don't really want me. I got news for you. Nobody really wants you in life. Nobody will ever really want you in life. So just fucking go with it. And guess what? There are tons of chicks who want to go to prom with some guy. They can't. And you know that? And you're like, yeah. hey, this is my shot to go to prom with her. I'll take it. She doesn't want to go with me. I don't care. You think every girl that had sex with me, like, was like, oh, this is the greatest guy in the world. No. No, they're just horny and we're looking for a good time. And you said, you know they're what? Like, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, they're like, you know what? I, I don't have to I don't have to marry this guy. I'm fine with it. And you're like, hey, yeah. maybe she doesn't well, want I, what me. What am I going to say? No. You, you genuinely want me? There have been relationships built where you know a girl wants your friend. Your friend wants nothing to do with her. You end up with her. Yeah, that's how life works. That's and the that beauty happens. of life. Sometimes Because can, that's... That you're able to get things that you wouldn't get because of that. So don't always go for I, they, they genuinely want me. Sometimes you can marry that woman. You never know. Dude, if Yale accidentally accepted me and I knew it was a fluke, you, I would go. I would fucking go. If Yale said, we don't want you, but we have to take you, I'd be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go there. I'll go. <laughs> Good. I don't care how I got in. Because guess what? When you get a degree, it doesn't say at the end of it, hey, we genuinely wanted this fucking person. By the way, P.S. After a, your fucking degree, P.S. We genuinely like this person. They wrote a pizza essay that would rock your world. Get the fuck out of here. This girl may have peaked with her pizza essay. Yeah, I got news for you. You probably did. She said, try to be creative and think outside the box, which it oh. blows my mind that she thinks this is creative and or outside the box. It blows my you mind. You outside the box. You live, come live our lifestyle on the Danish yeah. O'Neill yeah. podcast. I'll tell you what. The box is long blown away. We're adrift at sea, lady. We don't have anything. We're, we're li- not even on a dinghy. We're treading water for we're, 15 years. We're living in a fucking box. <laughs> you want to write outside it? All we, do is, all we do is fucking harness our creativity to the point of existence. Exhausted and suicide. We've dedicated our life to dick jokes, <laughs> fart jokes. But clever, better than your pizza shit, bitch. Than will ever be. And so you get yell. out of here. Don't you tell me. Think I was in the box. You think your fucking pizza box showing up your ass? But she says we just do what comes naturally as uh, well. You so. know what? It shocks me that this lady would even have to say this. What caliber of person who's trying to apply to Yale is like, I mean, you got to go out of the box in life, period. Oh, here we go. What I happened? got the essay. Oh, you oh, do. Oh, read yeah. the essay. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry for the coughing, folks. <laughs> here's the letter that they wrote to her in the handwritten. What a, is it? Are you sure this is the actual Yale or is this like Yale Community College in uh, somewhere in fucking oh, upstate New God. York? I'm reading. Read, just read it out loud. I'm reading this per, the admission person's note to her. And read the admission person's note. Hi, Carolina. Carolina, whatever your name is. My name is. It blew, she did a red thing over it. And I'm the Yale admissions officer that covers Tennessee, which they must not see a lot of action, let's be honest. That's true. I wonder, are they uh, required to accept so many people from Tennessee? Who knows? Maybe they'll like, let her in. She likes pizza. 
I wanted to reach out and say congratulations on your acceptance to Yale. I am so glad that I had the opportunity to read your application. Someone who kept trying to read books for fun on top of thousands of applications this winter, I really loved your essay on reading 100 books in a year. And I laughed so hard on your pizza essay. And I kept thinking that you are the kind of person that I would love to be friends with. I think you've oh, I think you've overstepped a boundary there. It's unprofessional. Yeah, that's totally unprofessional. I suggest firing the admissions <laughs> officer because they really... They made it a little too personal. Said, I want you to know that every part of your application stood out in our process, and we were thrilled to be able to offer you a spot at Yale. And it gets cut off. Oh, my God. Uh, so let me see. Where's the essay here? Is this... Oh, maybe... Oh, here we go. Here it is. <clears throat> this is the Danish reading Carolina Williams' is Yale. <laughs> Should we not use their... We don't know if Which, that's her last name. <laughs> This is in the media. I don't care. I'm this is kidding. kidding. Barb sent it to me. This is from the office of Barb. Oh, this Barb's going to get sued. <laughs> Fine. Good. You blew it, Barb. I loved her. The sound of my doorbell starts off high. Then the pitch mellows out. <laughs> I can't even go on anymore. I think I want to be friends with him. Get out of here. You're opening with your, your, some doorbell humor. In the whole effect... Mimics an instrumental interpretation of rain. Oh, my God. <laughs> Finally finding a steady pace at which to fall. By the way, that's heavily overwritten in my humble opinion. Without a doubt. It, it's, for me, that is trying so hard. So hard. So hard. To be, like, to be literary, to be whatever. I've spent several minutes analyzing its tone because I've had many opportunities to do so. It's one thing I love to do is order pizza and have it delivered to my house. When the delivery person rings my doorbell, I instantly morph into one of Pavlov's dogs, salivating to the sound that signals the arrival of the cheesy circular glory. <laughs> it smells like celebration, as I love to rejoice a happy occasion by calling Papa John's for my favorite food. It tastes like comfort, since having pizza delivered to my quiet home is a way for me to unwind. It looks like self-sufficiency. Because when I was younger, ordering pizza made me feel grown up, and it still provides that satisfaction for my child at heart. Accepting those warm cardboard boxes at my front door is second nature to me, but I will always love ordering pizza because of the way eight slices of something so ordinary are able to evoke feelings of independence, consolation, and joy. You're really trying hard there, lady. A real tear in my eye. I think Gary Keeler may have co-written that. She may be influenced by the great Gary Keeler. Yeah, that's Prairie Home Companion material right there. Oh. He, if the Prairie Home Companion was still going on, he, she'd be he, a writer yeah, or a guest. She would be on. And he'd yeah. be like, could you read your, uh, could you read your I, lovely uh, Yale Contrary to popular belief, uh, uh, life isn't all uh, woebegone pies. I enjoy a nice pizza pie. So I've, I've never had hair pie because no woman, <laughs> too ugly, and no woman would ever give it to me. Just tremendous that she got in. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get what the big. It seems of all the people, so all the people you turned down, the ninety three point three percent of the other people that you turned down, and you take the time and write that. You know how many they give? There's a motherfucker from some (laughs) state where they have they can't accept everyone who's like this guy's fucking brilliant. Probably going to go on to be the next like Steve Jobs. Did not get in. Probably no. They say took, Steve, I'm done with this Steve whatever, Jobs whoever. reference. Bill We're gonna Gates. go with Warren Buffett, Bill Warren Gates, Buffett, Bill Gates, better whoever. people, whoever you want. The inventor of fucking Krispy Kreme donuts, whoever it is. I'd rather that be that guy. Uh, and they didn't get in because they accepted this lady, and she's going to Auburn because there's a Papa John's in the student center. Crazy. 
She's taking it too far. By the way, she wears pajama pants to class. I'm going to say three out of five days of the week. It's probably things that fit her because she eats every fucking day. I don't know day. what she looks like. I, I honestly either. have no idea. But but uh, uh, we're yeah. just assuming by her love of pizza. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, let's go to another insane story. Also, by the way, get, get a take a local establishment. Instead of this Papa John change, I'm sure there's a lot of good local pizza shops. For me, and I'm being honest, that wasn't a great essay. It didn't do really much. I didn't of think that was Yale caliber. I thought it was pretty basic. Not, yeah. I mean, just nothing much. That's a to basic it. bitch essay. That's what I. That's what I'd write on it. Send it back. To <laughs> Send her. it back. I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> I would never be your friend. Dude, they did cross the line on that big time. It seems weird. Yeah, it seems like you're. Why make it so personal? Creeper. Yeah, it's like call me. Yeah, like, here's a picture of my dick <laughs> Stick it through a pizza box <laughs> Open it up Oh it's my dingus That's a sausage pizza Yeah It's an invisible pizza It's a fleshy ring of goodness <laughs> This is from Barb's desk uh, Busy week for Barb This is the Huffington Post I Haven't heard from them in a while The Hopo The, uh, the movie It as you would know, and I'm a new horror film fan, uh, I know as well. It's coming it doesn't out. sound like you're a fan because you don't like them. You laugh at them. Well, I'll talk about that later on Danish on Horror, my new segment. I saw two new films this week. Yeah, you texted me. You're laughing. At one of them. And I'll go over that later. The movie, the remake of the movie It uh, is coming out in September. But uh, apparently, By the way, I'm currently listening to it on audio tape yeah uh, you have well, how many hours uh, i have 27 more hours should i read it and see how many hours it takes to read the book i don't know it's i mean it's, it's a big book I think. stephen weber is uh the, is voicing the whole book 45 hours long does he read very slow no 45 <laughs> fucking hours i'm feeling well. it's yeah probably how many months did that take i don't know i mean I think he did it just 45 hours straight and he's like give me some meth i'm well, going probably did it. it like 60 hours because He'll read. He they I mean, don't I'm sure he flubs some lines. But no, no, yeah. But that's why I think it's the extra fifteen hours. But they don't read the books beforehand. Oh, because it's like, what are you gonna read a thousand page book and then go in there and read it again? So uh, the movie it's not coming out, but it's been a creepy clown sighting. Oh, close, they're back, close to home for us. I, off the uh, on the highway one hundred one. Wait, on the highway? I would love to see a clown on the fucking one hundred one. Well, I don't know. On the side of the road? I don't know if you would. Is he dead? There was a man wielding a bloody machete. Oh, dressed yeah. as a clown on the side of the one hundred one. Yes. Oh, that's unbelievable. Where? What exit? Here he is. He's in his full regalia. He's got the machete raised oh, over his head. That's fucking sweet. <laughs> Would you Dude, pick him up? No, but I would fucking honk at him and throw shit at him. If I had a bottle or something. Would you just do laughs? Oh, I would get off the ramp and get back on and come back. Dude, uh, what exit ramp was this off of? I'll tell you here. It says, uh, oh, on Wednesday, I don't know what week this was, deputies from the Monterey County Sheriff's Office arrived on the scene with guns drawn to find this guy. Uh, they spotted 61-year-old Larry Allen Tovey. This guy's 61? Larry. Sounds like a main, That's a weird name. Larry Allen Tovey. Holding out his thumb like a hitchhiker. Uh, he was handcuffed, questioned, and then released. Not arrested, oddly enough. Even with the machete? He I mean, I guess, is it illegal to hold a machete? It's not, as I realized in this article, which is a crazy loophole. Machete's a huge fucking weapon. Yeah, but you can't carry a knife over a certain length, but a machete's fine? That's Yeah, it's crazy. It's because a loophole. I can't carry, like, a, a buck Don't knife. Carry a machete. You're yeah, I the, guess it's I guess it's too small. Yeah, I need to carry a fucking three foot blade. You're in the clear, my friend. Jesus, yeah, I will carry a machete. You can legally. That's I'm, what this says. Then I'm going to. 
Uh, here's uh, one of the coppers said. The By the guy- way, then that lady, then it's legal for her probably to carry a samurai sword. Remember the what lady from last week? Yeah. It's fucking doing the sword around town. Well, who knows their state laws, but yeah, maybe. Fuck. So the guy wasn't charged because we didn't have a victim that was threatened by him with the machete. Uh, the department wrote on Facebook, which is crazy. The cops make comments via Facebook, adding that the blood on the knife was just cotton with red dye. So it was some prop work by Larry. <laughs> Since a machete is technically a tool and not classified oh. as a weapon, it's not a crime to carry one in public unless it's being used in a threatening manner. So as long as you're just carrying it. Yeah, unless you're that 16-year-old girl that uh, hacked that Uber driver to death with a machete she in should, Chicago. She should get death. No reason. Did, uh, yeah, no, crazy. she should definitely. She should have been killed on the spot. Yeah, she's going to. I mean, prison. they know she did it, so she yeah. should have been shot. I mean, she's mentally ill. I don't yeah. know if you're ever going to overcome that. You can't rehabilitate that. Uh, so really, so as long as you're not menacing, but I, but wouldn't a man just having it be threatening? What about a but buck if, knife? It's a be, tool. But you're saying I'm just walking with this thing at my side. I'm not threatening. I'm going to go to the mall with one. I think you can. I mean, I think it's up to the officer's interpretation. Be like, I wasn't threatening. You may have to hire Scary. a lawyer who knows this. Loophole. I mean, you probably have to say I was getting ready to go clear some uh, brush, or like, or you, something. Or you heard this mall had like snakes or something. And you're scared of snakes. I don't know. <laughs> it's a tool. <laughs> if I can bring my hammer, it's a tool, man. I mean, a hammer is about as dangerous. The uh, the sheriff's office said it stands to reason he may have threatened someone. We don't have any information on that, so we may not arrest on what he might have done. Dude, how awesome would that be? You're driving down the 101, and you see some clown with a machete on the side of the road. It'd be the sweetest sight. Hitchhiking. Oh, it'd be unbelievable. I would try. I would pull up and say, hey, come on, buddy, and then I would speed away when they got closer. But what if your car died? They did a psychiatric evaluation on the scene. Uh, he did not. Meet the guidelines for being committed. This oh, really? Guy, Dressing up as a clown <laughs> on the side of the one with a machete at sixty-one. <laughs> I don't. You don't have to give them a psych evaluation. He he said this is crazy to me. He didn't meet the requirements for arrest on disturbing the peace. They give that shit sometimes to like drunk idiots. This guy had a fucking machete yeah. on the highway. That's not disturbing the Dude, peace. They'll give it to you for skateboarding. Dude, this it's insane. They'll give it to you for skateboarding on public property. These are the most lenient cops maybe ever. Maybe it's a new regime. Uh, it's the Monterey area. Someone asked what the clown was doing on Facebook. The, the police department is very active on Facebook. They said, wish we knew right now, as far as we know, he was standing there looking at traffic. Also, I thought it was illegal to walk down the highway. That's what I thought. Uh, they said he's, he, the sheriff's office is still investigating and they had received more information as a result of all the attention. So he, this guy may, if he did threaten someone, then it's, it's hard to out. prove now. People are probably just going to say he was threatening him. In the, the end, the last sentence is great. The police are also advising other clowns to stay away from the highway. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it's perfect timing for those clowns to get back into action with it coming out. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say where on the one on one. It says Monterey. That's yeah. way up. So, yeah, I forgot. I, I when you think one on one, you just think here, but it yeah. goes up the whole goddamn coast. Yeah. So, uh, pretty crazy, huh? Crazy, but aw- crazily awesome too. If if you could witness that, you got to be careful. Let me ask you about this horror movies. So I saw uh, this is Danish on horror. You saw Insidious. Real quick though, real quick shout outs. Happy thirty. 30- Fifth birthday to Shannon. That's oh, a, I saw that. That's a man. I know. I believe he's Australian, but I could be wrong. He said he's an original listener, I believe, from the Boner City days. Uh, and he wants to, his birthday is June 3rd. He's going to be 35. Shannon, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. And uh, enjoy it. 
By the way, Glenn called you out from Arizona, undefeated go kart racer. I saw that. If you're ever in the area, he wants a PC. Let me, I got to start warming back up. Put him into the wall, dude. I will. Like, I don't say his name. (laughs) Almost said the guy's name. And then, uh, new female fan alert. Yeah. Elvira knows the way to Danish's heart, claims she has a crush on me, but I believe it's just. She knows what she's doing, dude. She knows I'm a fickle man and that it'll make me shout her out. Well, you succeeded. (laughs) Oh, well, who knows, baby? And then uh, Allie, she listened to fucking, she's been in a Danish show. I saw this. One week, 30 episodes in a week. Don't burn yourself out. Dude, she may have mental illness now. But but sometimes you listen to so much that you start hating us. (laughs) (laughs) You got to pace yourself. 30 episodes. Uh, Congratulations. That's a wow. And then lastly, Logan, who last week of Lake Wobegon fame. Yeah. He sent pictures of himself falconing. This guy is, I saw that. At first, a, I thought it was just some random photo. Then I go, wait, no, that's the guy in the picture. This guy's the Jerry McFly rival. He's, who, but he went to a resort where they offer... Uh, said he's only done it at resorts. Recreational ne- falconry. Never for hunting. But Logan, he's a Lake Wobegon uh, falconer. Logan, do they allow you to uh, milk him? Can you milk those things? They give you the mask so you can let them face fuck That's you? That's only off the resort. I think. <laughs> That's You got to pay the guy extra at night. You have to go hey, to the... By the way, if you love falconing, if you want to come back here later around midnight for $50, I'll let him fuck your face. By the way, do you like pizza? Because I want to be your friend. Yeah. My daughter, <laughs> wrote, like my daughter wrote the best pizza essay. So that's like something a child would say. Like, I like pizza too. You want to be best friends? Yeah. She wrote this be- the best essay ever. She got into Yale, but she's going to fucking Auburn. P- Podunk Community College. Auburn Tigers. Uh, while we're doing that, uh, I have to give a shout out to uh, Michael. Michael? He just, uh, I want to say love the podcast. I've listened to uh, all of your podcasts. I'm currently working on Boner City. It helps me get through the boring day of uh, filling potholes. Nice. I I used to seal driveways all the time. I know the monotony of uh, working with blacktop. It it smells. He said, uh, my brother is also a huge fan. He's a special operations soldier and is going through physical therapy for a broken arm he received during a halo jump. And if you could give him a shout out, uh, give him a little pick me up. What's his name? Is jump? Nate? Uh, is that I don't know? Is that at night or something? I don't know. When you said Halo, I thought playing Halo, but it's not. No, he fell out of his chair. <laughs> yeah, or like, or he slammed his fucking hand on the controller too hard or something. Oh, he said P.S. Uh, yeah, use well, my full name. I ain't no pussy. So Michael Bryant, uh, big shout out to Nate Bryant. Thank you for your service, yeah, Nate, man. and get better, man. And uh, yeah, what is uh, is the Halo jump where they jump with the cord and it pulls out? Or no, Michael, right jump? back in. We have yeah. no clue what you're talking but, uh, about. Yeah, man. Fuck, that's. That sucks, but I hope you get better soon. Nate, if it's your jerking arm, we'll send you a pocket pussy because uh, that offhand jerking is not going to do much for you. No, maybe you have a lady. I don't know. Well, you know what, though? Uh, maybe he'll pick up the wrist control quicker and everything. True. He maybe, goes, maybe he's ambidextrous. Let's just pray that it's not. Let's just pray he doesn't double jerk. Oddly like a enough, double, like a huge donkey cock, double-handed yeah. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Nate, get better soon, buddy. Australian listener. Uh, fuck, why am I blank? Josh. Josh the yeah, plumber. Josh the plumber. Broke his arm. I saw that. He's out for like three months, and he's having a kid. Having a kid. I asked if he's naming a Danish and O'Neill or O'Neill. I saw his name Said, choice. Yeah, he's Mayor Danish something, and then your name is Mayor O'Neil. Danish O'Neill. Uh, and his like uh, then then well I'm like I don't want to say it. I don't want to give him the full name in He's case a reality he doesn't want star, it. Dude, his name's out. I know. There. Also, I have a quick update from our friend Austin. 
Um, he's got a lot going on here. He's the listener who I uh, was traveling around the world for two dollars. Yeah, he's currently in Italy, and he has uh, poor impulse control. If you're not following along, evidently with this is like this is some sort of class trip, which seems weird, but because uh, they're class all trip older, all over the place. Yeah, so basically, he met a stripper. What? Who's from Venezuela? Seems like he has a real knack for like going to trouble. You know? Yeah. Oh no, he's seeking it out. Like it's like it's like he doesn't meet like the nice fucking peace no. woman. It's like oh, I met a whore whose mom is uh, also. He, we, a whore. he met some fucking stripper chick and she uh, tried to suffocate him with her bare pussy. What? <laughs> Where in the streets? No, That's like, illegal. No, he got her home. <laughs> he got her number. That he's making out with her. For solid solid half hour. By the way, and then she ever, put her bare pussy on his face before she took these rubber bands from her wrist and put them around her face and her mouth as a gag. Then she made me choke her, pull her hair super hard as well. And now I'm going to meet up with her, um, and I'm going, she's going to help me buy a suit. <laughs> what? That is the weirdest. That took the weirdest turn, but it started at insane. <laughs> And went to bizarrely normal, but the yeah. combo of that makes me sick. I've got some a few more shout outs. I'm we'll assuming, give next week. We I'm assuming Austin has never seen the Amanda Knox documentary. <laughs> you may no, want to be careful overseas, yeah. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if your if your initial encounter with this lady, it involves rubber bands and choking and trying to suff- she's trying to suffocate you with her vagina. I say and as a man who uh is fairly neurotic and overthinks everything. Yeah. I say you throw caution to the wind and you buy this woman a ring, you marry her. <laughs> Austin is a man who thinks like you. <laughs> Don't do that. He could do it. Don't he do could that. do it. He won't do that. He, this guy won't. But what he could do is get her pregnant and then be lo- tied to this Venezuelan Italian stripper. Austin, you want to buy a suit or you want to suffocate under pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's buy the suit first. Yeah, let's go for the suit. And then, we can, can, I, can yeah. I get suffocated later? Maybe we can do it in the dressing room at the suit place? Or? <laughs> you want to punch me in tooth? <laughs> yeah, okay. You don't choke hard enough, Austin? You pussy? <laughs> the fuck? You don't, well, you don't even blacken my eye? <laughs> Last <laughs> man, break nose, I love him. Those Venezuelan strippers know how to How party. the fuck do you end up there from Venezuela? Of all places, you go to America from Venezuela. You don't end up in Rome. Maybe she's on a school trip. <laughs> oh, she part in. She's like, I'll just pick up a part-time job. She's paying for college, like all the strippers say that. Yeah, that could be. Uh, so here's Danish on horror. <laughs> I saw Insidious 1 and 2. Uh, Insidious 1, I like 2 a lot better. Than one, okay, but you got to have one to get two. Yeah, wait till you see three; it's gonna blow your fucking mind. Uh, Three ties into one. So one, uh, the reason it was making me laugh at parts is I just found it very over the top and not in a sliced alone manner. Here's my problem with you and horror already. Let me just say this: that I'm too judgmental. Yeah, you're not gonna just give yourself over to the movie, dude. There are some parts in there that are insanely weird. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Like, wait, okay, but which like, one? Like jo- when like, the thing shows up behind I, her, and it's like a little skinny old man. Well, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, spoiler alert, I mean, too late now. Yeah, it's old anyway. When they show the fucking demon and it's like sharpening shit to some oh, yeah, weird that song. Oh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> it was just I was like, what is this? So bizarre. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a lot of problems with horror movies. Great cameo. By the woman who fucked Woody Harrelson in Kingpin. Yeah. Every time I heard her voice, She's it's all I could think all of. See, that's your other problem. <laughs> she was great. Yeah. 
Two, I liked a lot more. I didn't find it scary. But as you didn't a, find it scary. I did. I didn't find either of them scary. But two, I don't think it's going to work on you, man. I don't think that I might these be, movies. I might have waited too long. In watch. Life. Well, so if if you watch the original Ring Ringu, you're just going to be like, I had to read the whole time. It took me out of it. <laughs> it might, dude. You need. I'm trying to think the most. God damn. I wish I was you. You know why? Because I've seen all the horror movies, and I wish I could go back and just not see them and see them for the first time again. Uh, two, I liked. I, I thought two just worked better for me. It, it wasn't like, but it wasn't scary, so it didn't work for you at all. Actually, well, it didn't scare me. I just liked it but as that, a film <laughs> better. That's the whole point of the movie. I liked it as a film better, dude. In part one, where they put on the fucking. <laughs> Elephant uh, gas mask. It yeah. like, so Dude, it's astral projections. <laughs> it That's how you have to get over to the other side. And then when the woman from Kingpin was like shaking like she was coming super hard, I was, I was laughing. See, that's the problem. You tried to put a comedic spin on all of it. It's made me laugh. Dude, you're not going to do well in the horror genre. I'm going to tell you right now. Your eyes will stop because you're just going to... I need to see the birds because that could have the an effect. The birds is that fucking... The birds is that fucking... It could have an effect on yeah, It'll me. give you a bunch of anxiety and that's it. Well, you need okay, that's something. I'm going to search through... What about Cujo? I'm going to go through... about a dog. Cujo? Cujo about a dog. That's the stupidest movie there. That's probably what's going to scare By the way, they just took it off Netflix because I was watching it last month. That's probably what's scary. Just pulled it off. Uh, no. Cujo's stupid 80s uh, bullshit. There are some moments in it, but overall it sucks. I don't. I, I, maybe, maybe you need to see like. Maybe mo- you're more into like uh, a movie about revenge people. horror, like I spit on your grave or Last House on the Left. Maybe like give me a list like and I'll go through the okay. list. I'll give you some real fucked up shit. Yeah, I'm probably gonna come out. A, a, I don't <laughs> know. You'll probably be like, yeah. What was the problem? He was, <laughs> the title was written in his jizz after he watched somebody rape somebody. Some are alleging that I'm a fraud. What? They're saying I'm a fraudulent person that I claimed I was scared of horror movies for years. I think you are too. <laughs> but I think you've I think you've actually gone into um I'm too jaded. No, I think you've gone into preservation mode and you're not allowing yourself to be to I, to, I to immerse give, yourself in these movies because you're afraid that you're going to be scared. I, I but it just didn't I don't know. Try the ring. If the ring doesn't scare you then don't bother. It's you're, you're not going to appreciate a horror movie just for <laughs> A horror movie. I'll look at like, the ring. Okay, so like a movie like Suspiria, which is, it makes no sense at all, but like it's a beautiful movie and it's freaky, but you're just going to be like, this. there's no plot to this. It makes no, no but fucking I've been, sense. I've been scared. Like, like I wasn't like terrified, but as watching Stranger Things when that stupid fucking thing would like. Really? That, that would bother <laughs> There were some me. like creepy moments, creepy. but that wasn't. I wouldn't get maybe scared. Maybe you need to get into like kids, like, it, it made me, kids horror. It made me jump a Like few maybe times. goosebumps would scare you. It might. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> maybe you need to get like more. Maybe you just start. Since you since you you never watched horror movies, right? Never. Yeah. I'm so a, I'm a, maybe this is the I'm a problem. Man in his mid thirties. Yeah. Maybe you need to starting watch, late in the game. Wasn't that kids show like uh, I'm not a st- afraid, afraid of the, afraid dar- of the dark. Already afraid of the dark. Maybe you need to start with that. Maybe start you're jumping light. in too hard. Yeah, and you it's ruining it for you. Yeah, like I'm going into 400 level Spanish. I need. Spanish I also think you're critiquing it too hard. Just gotta let yourself go. I'll, all right. Well, I'll try that when I go into my next batch. Yeah. What's your next? Let me give you a list of your next batch and see. You got to start with start with these. Some I I like Insidious. I could see why people wouldn't be that into it. But I love I, the, I, I love it all. I didn't hate it. Watch as a movie. the third one too. I didn't like hate it as a movie. Yeah. I just uh, didn't. I don't know. It didn't scare me. It didn't. Hmm. You should try watching some of it in the theater. Maybe the big screen. 
That could do it. Maybe the sound. I think that probably has, plays it's, a factor. Yeah. I would say. You know, you're but that, I could see that being hit or miss. We need to give some surefire yeah, Make shots. me a list. I'll check give you it a twice list. and I'll go through it. I envy you, though, to go in. <laughs> the whole horror genre is open to you. I envy you going in into a gold mine with Ari Shafir. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horror movie right there. Um, let's go back. This is a story that I find extremely disrespectful. Okay. This is from Barb, uh, New York Daily News. No, this is not from Barb. Hold on. Let me see who this is from. Barb missed this one. Fucking Barb. Slack it over there. This is from Ben. I apologize, Ben. I attribute everything to Barb. This is from Ben. Barb's probably busy eating that Papa John's pizza. Barb probably wrote that. Barb's actually related to that Venezuelan stripper. It's Barb's niece. (laughs) Is it? Uh, This is New York Daily News. 40-year-old black man uh, received a penis transplant from a white donor. Uh, 17 years after he lost his own dingus in a routine circumcision. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on, wait. Yeah. What? This is in South Africa. Uh, how many years? 17? 17 years who is the sur- Who is the surgeon in the circumcision? That let's, clown on the side of the 101? Let's hope. With a fucking machete? Let's hope he's been fired, because he shouldn't, yeah, he shouldn't be to. doing it anymore. The guy, the guy lost his dingus. Man. Dude, can you imagine losing your dingus? In a, and can you imagine the, the news uh, to your parents? Hey, uh... We uh, didn't go so well. Yeah, uh, we actually cut off a little more than the foreskin. We cut his, off his whole. Yeah, his dingus. dick's gone. So what? <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean the dick's the dick's gone? What is it? Did he sneeze? And his hand slip and he just cut his dick off? I don't know. So a team of South African doctors from Stellenbosch University and the. What? Well, I went there for uh, two years. Oh, Stellenbosch and the Tigerberg Academic Hospital performed their second successful penis transplant on the man. What? How does that? Jesus! Happen? If you get your dick cut your off, second? go here. No, but how is it? Your it says se- it's a, it's the second successful one. Oh, it sounds like a second on the same on guy. this guy. Well, maybe you didn't like <laughs> maybe you didn't like the size of the last one. Too big. They're withholding the man's uh, identity. I say let it out. Hey, I'll tell you what. When you're at a urinal and you look over and there's a white guy with a big black dick, then you know it's that guy. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? Well, this they, guy is so they, disrespectful. Did he color it? He plans to have it medically tattooed to match his skin. And I say that's bullshit. Yeah. That is, you are, a man gave his penis to you in death. He should have to write that guy's name on his dick. And picture above it. Thank you to this man. Yeah. And you're going to tattoo it? If I got an Asian, a bl- whatever, I would use it. With Asia, tri- if you get an Asian one, it's going to come with a lot of pubes. Who That's cares? part of it. You're going to have a big, bushy pube if you, mound. If you have no dick for 17 years, you take what you can get. Oh, yeah. No, it is. It's crazy. That's you, disrespect. You can't, you can't do that. You is can't it, color it. I would wear it as a badge of honor. And it, By the way, people are going to know. What a great conversation piece. Also, how bad is that going to hurt to have your fucking... Me- oh, you go, they're probably gonna put. Oh, they're gonna put them put under. Them this is this is horseshit. I do <coughs> Why not go through another this? surgery. It's is- dangerous to be put under and then have your whole dick tattooed. You know what your pickup line is? Have you ever fucked a black guy with a white dick? And they're like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. no. And then you whip. They're like, whoa. Wait, there's a black guy with a white dick or a white guy with a black dick? Black guy with a white. No, but the other way. No oh, one. I'm sorry. I yeah. thought. Oh yeah. Well, then if you're pissing next to, if you want to know the guy's identity, yeah. just look over in the urinal. If you see a black guy with a white dick, Dude, this guy is a unicorn, one of a kind, and he's throwing it away for conformity. This guy could be making so much money in porn. He makes millions. Yeah. What do you even classify it as? It's black. It's uh, interracial <laughs> pornography. Every every even, scene is interracial. Even him just masturbating is interracial. Yeah, interracial masturbation. Unbelievable. Interracial solo 
Interracial solo masturbation. First ever. Yeah, it's a new genre. Never been done. Maybe there's other guys out there. Maybe there's white guys with black dicks who then they sees this guy cross the interracial cock barrier and then they feel like they can come forward too. And what does this guy do? He colors it. He fucks it all up. Dude, I would, if I had that, that would be the greatest. If you had a black Whip dick. Whip it out at parties. Everyone at parties is going to want to see this thing. They would thing. love it. I would say, oh, they're like, hey, I heard you got a new dick. Yeah, here it is. Oh, look at it. People would say, put it on the table. Oh, and it's black? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can I touch it? Can, Who, I, t- can I lick it? Who's the man? You whip out a picture you carry from your yeah. wallet. You show the back tattoo you have of the guy. Once a year, the guy's wife wants to come over and suck it. We said before, we did a story about this, The I believe the first in the U.S., that if, if there is a widow, a wife, that you, it is your she responsibility have to. to have sex with her at least once. If she wants it. It's her husband's If she penis. wants it. <laughs> yeah, if. No, yeah, consensual. But you can't. Dude, come on, man. That is. This is the ultimate it, sign of disrespect. Like, this, oh, you should. Yeah, you got a new you penis. You should, should never look a, diff, a, a, a gift dick in the, in dick the pee hole. <laughs> And this guy's looking at it. He's critiquing it. No, man. Dude, people, if, if, if you, in a bar, everyone's going to want to see. You go to the mall and people know about it. People are going to say, show me that white dick. Dude, you go on Tinder and you write, just, I have well, a white dick. I'm a white dick black man. And people, is that true? I, I got to fuck this thing. Is I got to see it. Yeah. But also, I have a feeling this guy's going to fuck it up. He's going to get it at STDs. He's, he, I don't think he's going to take care of it because he wasn't born with it. And you know what it is? When somebody just gives you something and you didn't earn it, a lot of times you don't treat it with a lot of respect. You know what I would have told him if I were his father? I don't know if he's alive or not. I'd say, this is why you didn't have a dick for 17 years. Yeah. Because you, you can't handle it. Because you weren't going to take care of it. <laughs> also, I we, feel like- This is why we didn't buy you a nice dick. But this guy's attitude's real willy-nilly about getting a new dick because he goes, oh, if I fuck up this one, I'll just get another one. Who cares? Because it's already happened once. This guy has to wait. Hopefully, he has a change of heart. He has to wait six to eight months for the uh, operation. So at least for that time. Why go through another operation? Why do it? You know, what if they tattoo it and then it ruins the dick? Yeah, what if it like they per? By the way. Doesn't it sound like now he's going to have to get another dick operation because they tattooed his dick off? Yeah. This guy, you've already fucked up Don't with let anyone sharp objects. With your dick. You've had sharp By the way, can you imagine this? It. So he's got to go to the hospital. He's got to go operation room. Then he have to bring some fucking tatted up tattoo artist to come in there with a t- tattoo his dick. Because a doctor can't tattoo the dick. There's a tattoo artist who he just fell into this. He tattooed... Uh, <laughs> Like for breast cancer victims, the nipples. nipples. He's They're become great, he's become yeah. like the nipple tat they guru. Look fucking and there must be a dick tat guy. Well, actually, probably There's, not. Why would it be a dick tat yeah, guy? Yeah, probably not. It's not. You're not wearing. A, nobody's wearing the uh, a dick shaped ribbon around their wrist. Yeah, for true. dick cancer. The uh, the forty. This guy's forty. He's the third man to receive a penis transplant. By the way, he's forty. Yeah. So when he was. 23. 23, yeah. he got a circumcision. Late in life. Dude, you were better off keeping that foreskin, my friend, because, man. Uh, surgery takes... Uh, I could almost see if you were a baby how they would accidentally cut it off, but how a 23-year-old man? The fuck do they cut off your dick? How long... Do, well, they... Uh, yeah, I don't know. How long do you think the surgery takes to add a dick to a, a dickless man? 22 hours. Nine hours. Oh, that's it? Over nine hours, so I'm assuming nine and change. Man. Uh, first time he saw his penis, he was quite emotional. He couldn't believe that after 17 years he has a penis again. Oh, but then he was like, oh, I don't like the color. Professor Andre, 15 Dude, names. You know what this reminds me of? Those Sweet 16, remember on MTV, and they would get a new Range Rover and it wasn't the right color and yeah. they would cry and throw a fit. Yeah. Well, you know what? Ungrateful. Yeah. Well, you know what? 
maybe you should go back to not fucking. Some man volunteered to be an organ donor, never thinking his dick would be the one that gets used. Yeah. And guess what? It was. <laughs> and how do you treat it? You want to change it? And you know to what? To make it look like your model? You leave it the original. Original car is always better than some shitty pimped out well, thing. Well, sometimes with, they do those restro routes yeah, and they're pretty sweet. Too. But look at also, we don't know if there's an afterlife. We don't know what's going on. Maybe there is an afterlife. Maybe this guy is now walking around with no dick. Yeah. In the afterlife, maybe whatever happens to you in this life, whatever's removed from your physical body, then when you die, wherever you go, he's if you dickless. do go somewhere, you're you're the dickless man. This guy's dickless in Seattle. Yeah. Because of you. He could be in Seattle in an alternate reality. And how do you treat it? You color it. Yeah. You want you want to erase all recognition. Oh, it doesn't match my body. I'm sorry, man, who hasn't had a dick for 17 years. It's not good enough for you. Is it better <laughs> what, than the what, one you Let's get you another one. Here, pick from my suitcase of cocks. This is what we got. You're only the third man to ever get this. How about you say thank you and you use it? By the way, if I lose a dick, I'm going to this place because they've already done two of these. Two out of three. Yeah. Uh, the first, uh, he's expect <coughs> amazingly, he's expected to regain all urinary and reproductive functions. Dude, how hard Dude, is, is this guy going to beat it? Is it the other man? No, it's your genes, right? It's not the other guy's genes, obviously. What? You, you, he also got his genes? <laughs> no, you're, you're not coming. I'm saying you're no. not coming out his, no, his it's, your, it's your ball bag. <laughs> they hook up your own equipment. Yeah, no, they hook yeah. up a pump to someone else's. <laughs> uh, this guy's going to, I guarantee you for a week straight, this guy's just going to stay at home and jerk it. They say uh, we expect him to have normal erections that allow what? him to have normal sexual intercourse. By the way, is, but unfortunately for this guy... He has he's no getting, lady. He's getting a 40-year-old sex drive. He's not getting his 18-year-old dick. Dude, drive. I don't care. The enthusiasm for having a dick after 17 years true. will give you the sex drive of a 19-year-old. You're not going to... We're just tired of it because because we're fucking re, <laughs> regularly for how many years. This guy hasn't we're done jaded. shit. This guy's been waiting on the yeah. sidelines, waiting to get in the game. This guy's going to be Rudy. He's going to be doing Ladies, everything. If this guy, he's not going to know how to fuck well, but this guy is going to be more enthusiastic than anybody that you have ever had sex with in your life. Dude, I bet he's an unbelievable going down on women. Must be an expert. Oh, That's he's all he can be. do. I, if, but, but what woman... I don't think he... Venezuelan strippers. Yeah, but I don't think any woman probably was interested in just... The dickless man go down on I her. I can't believe he's... he's. What, what did he do? He must have come out of the hole because mu he must have nonstop it, wet dreams because he can't empty his bag, his ball bag. <laughs> Is that a medical? Yeah, that's oh. my medical term. It's a medical evaluation. <laughs> yeah, your ball bag, your yam bag. Oh, dude, how would be the worst? Like, you're so horny, but you can't do anything about it. I'm so oh. horny. God, don't even talk about it. I can't, I mean... I just can't. No. I can't even. All right. The disrespect is. They said uh, the the article is being really slow on my computer, but I believe they said that Africa uh, leads the uh, world in botched circumcision in God some of these remote damn. areas. Fuck. I don't know if they're removing. Bring a guy in there that knows what he's doing. I mean, send a Jewish guy in there. It's one thing to fuck up a little bit to cut off the whole dick, though. By the way, I've, I've heard a disturbing trend in the world of children. Circumcision seems to be these new age parents aren't doing it. Yeah, I, I think they're against it. They said it's like... Uh, There's guys who want to get their foreskin back, so they put those weights around there. They're saying Foreskin and stretch it out they're again. They're saying it's cruel to the children. Yeah, whatever. Do you, I don't remember it. Who would remember that? I mean, I do remember it. You remember being circumcised? Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember it was in a tool shed. <laughs> oh, really? Who <laughs> did it, Tim Allen? I started up a weed whacker <laughs> and someone held the foreskin up. And you didn't lose your dick? How old were you? Thirty-five. 
<laughs> it was two weeks ago. No, man. I mean, that, I get it. Your jeans always have a blood stain on the front. Yeah. <laughs> for the past two weeks. Uh, I get it to an extent, but it also stops a lot of. But you know Hygiene. what? I will, but hygienic problem. I know, but also I've heard that. Well, I mean, they don't know how to. There's no way to compare the two, but unless you've had it and then you got it cut off the foreskin, but there's a lot more nerve endings in there. So they say sometimes the sex feels better. Sex is a lot like pizza. (laughs) You should put that on a t-shirt. By the way, real quick. Let's wrap this up. I I want this to take one second. It's from Yahoo. This is from Barb. This is a documentary alert for you. What is it? This is about, uh, it's going to be an HBO documentary. Uh, So it's about this mother and daughter and the mother so the so when the chick was 23 year old woman who was forced to pretend to be disabled from childhood in a wheelchair like she was paralyzed Ooh, in order to get some sort of uh government assistance for the mother ordered her mother to be stabbed to death before announcing on facebook the bitch is dead Ooh. uh gypsy rose blanchard who had been wheelchair bound for 10 years was found guilty along with her boyfriend for her role in the murder of 48 year old mother Dee Dee blanchard in june 2015 she accepted a 10-year uh, plea deal for second-degree murder. Oh, my God. 10-year? After That's her it? attorney revealed her mother forced her to pretend to be disabled since childhood. It's, I mean, it's serious abuse. Yeah. Uh, Rod Blanchard, uh, Blanchard's father and Miss Blanchard's ex-husband, told the New York Post he was in total shock when he saw his daughter walk into the courtroom. First time he realized she wasn't actually disabled. Jesus. Lied even to the husband. Jesus Christ. Blanchard was forced into a wheelchair, held prisoner for years in the home she shared with her mother in Missouri. Oh, I didn't know it was that bad. I think she should not have to serve any time. Mother claimed she'd been suffering from a host of illnesses, including leukemia as a young child. Oh, this is uh, Munchausen uh, via proxy. By, by proxy. And later, muscular dystrophy. Uh, it's cra- Yeah, the, the father said, I really genuinely believed she had issues. Uh, we'll have to look for that. Yeah, so watch that. Insane. Show. That's crazy talk. And yeah, it says uh the P- oh it says it says air May fifteenth on HBO. Uh, did it come and go without us knowing? It might be on there. Yeah. It's in the documentary section. I only look go through the documentary section every couple months. Yeah, though. check it out. It sounds, I will. It sounds uh insane. It sounds riveting. Insane. Um number. all right, cool. Uh thanks for listening, everybody, and uh subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend if you know one. And if you don't, make a friend and then just to tell them about it and then never talk to the person again. Yeah, Austin, be careful out there, man. Always use a safe word when you're doing uh, extracurricular activities. And keep in mind that what you do now <laughs> will affect, will affect you. your future. <laughs> don't. And by the way, I don't want to be dragged into this. I don't want your parents to be like, you end up we're dead like, somewhere. We're like Marilyn like, Manson. They fucking, on yeah, because <laughs> unlike Marilyn Manson, you could actually... Trace it. We're calling them by name and encouraging. <laughs> We're saying don't do this. I'm saying don't do yeah. it. I mean, I'm not taking any part of it. I'm just saying I understand where he's coming from. Be careful. I can relate. There. Yeah, be, be careful, careful out there. there. Don't get too crazy. Don't listen to 30 episodes of Danish and O'Neill in a week. It's, this is it's not safe. Yeah, this is a older version of you telling you <laughs> the mistakes I made. Be careful. Be careful out there. All right, everybody. Have a tremendous week. Yeah. Episode 100 is upon us. Close. Soon. Three weeks. LeVar Burton may come on. <laughs> I, I thought he's, did he cancel? I thought he was booked 100%. <laughs>
Danish O'Neill Danish and O'Neill Your empty hearts They will steal Danish and O'Neill